I'm such an idiot. Is it important? No. Is it stupid? Absolutely. We're just having fun. Welcome to the Morning Dew Podcast. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back. Episode 25. Now that's a fucking milestone. If I've ever heard of a milestone, 25 is absolute. 25 is an anniversary. For God's sakes, 25 is a fucking anniversary. Don't you understand? You know you've been to at least one 25th anniversary somewhere. You know? You've been to some 25th wedding anniversary. You know, some older older people. They've had them. Your grandparents, maybe. It's kind it's kind of a big deal. Now, th- let's not get it twisted. It's not a It's like it's great. It's great, but it's not 50. You know what I mean? It's great, but it's not 50. At the end of the day, that's all 25 is. It's it's all right. But it's not 50. But I think it signifies that you're creeping up to 50. If you're 25, dude, if you're 25, you're going to make it to 50. How's that? I think that's that's the meaning of 25 should be that you're going to make it to 50. If you've gotten if you've gotten this, basically 25 is that number where it's like if you've gotten this far, congratulations, you're going to make it to 50. And so here we are, we're at 25. So it means a lot, you know, 25 feels good. Um, have you guys, oh God, I've, have you guys ever looked at your closet and being like, I gotta, I gotta get some of these clothes out of here. I've just been doing that today where I looked at my closet and I'm like, there's some of this just, some of the stuff just needs to go. Um, I looked at my closet and, uh, I'm getting like, I'm getting rid of a bunch of clothes. Um, like some of it, like some of it that I don't wear, like, you know, you have so many fucking clothes in your closet that you're like, I I don't wear at least a third of these anymore. So you just got to get rid of it, man. You just got to throw it out or give it to Goodwill. Don't throw it out. Give it to, give it to fucking someone. But I got, I got so many damn clothes, dude. I gotta, I gotta chuck them all. Not all of them, but you know, a good chunk. There, every, every, I feel like everyone's gone through that where you like, you look at it, you're like, some of this stuff has just got to go. And then you just have a day of basically, uh, getting rid of like all your old fucking clothes. And you know, it's tough, man. You know, it's tough. Cause you know, there was some, you know, there's some clothes you're getting rid of that you had, like you maybe had a night, you had a memorable bar night in one of your clothes and you, you literally pick it up and you, you, th- you start thinking back to that day. You're like, man, what a good day. This shirt, this shirt bagged me a good conversation with, with some girl, you know? I remember I have a, I have a shirt that I had when I was like 14 and it was too big for me when I was 14. And then I like, so I kept it in my closet forever and then it recently just started fitting. But it's too bad because the shirt, I remember my mom got it for me and it was a fish taking a shit and it said bass turd on it 
And I thought that was, she thought that was so funny at the time. And I thought it was kind of funny at 14. And then at 21, you see that in your closet and you're like, wow, this is just, this is just not the one. This is just not it. But it fit perfect. So like, what do you do? Do you wear it? Do you wear this perfect fitting shirt and have zero friends for that day? Do you wear that shirt and have nobody want to talk to you? But you feel comfortable as fuck? What do you do? So I just threw it out. Um, but you know, you know, shit like that, right? You all got those clothes. You've all had those days where you're just like, man, it's just got to go, you know? But you have those, you have those memories and like, there's so many clothes that I was hesitant to just throw away. Cause you just like, you kind of have an attachment to that piece of fucking cloth. You know what I mean? You have an attach. How do you have an attachment to a piece of fucking cloth? You know, dude, I feel, you know what that, like that gives me some appreciation for hoarders, you know? That gives me, you, you have, uh, even though you have a slight attachment to a piece of cloth, imagine how those guys feel. They got so much shit everywhere. And like, none of it means anything. None of it means anything, dude. And they're, you watch the shows and they're fucking bawling their eyes out. Every time, like, it's the funniest thing. It's, it's literally people intruding in their house. Like, uh, the whole, the whole fucking hoarders team is like, all right, let's get in there. Let's get down dirty. And they get, they pretty much infiltrate this guy's house. Like they're the fucking FBI. And they just start taking all of his shit. And the guy's just on all fours, like crying his eyes out. Cause they're all, they're taking his shit. Now that sounds sad the way I'm describing it. But then you look at the shit they're taking and they're taking literal shit. They're taking this man's poop, you know, this guy, like these people are so fucking nuts. They'll like store their, their feces in a box. And, and then they, and then these guys take it. They, these guys come in with biohazard suits, taking the shit away. And that's, and this guy's on all fours, just bawling his eyes out. Not my fucking shit. Not my shit, no. You know? And they sometimes they have to strip his carpets because there's like, they're all crusty because he has like a jizz corner in his house. Not the fucking carpet. Like these guys are fucking nuts, man. And they just have banana peels that they were saving and shit. And then they have like, most of the shit is like dolls. Most of it is dolls and stupid memorabilia and then like garbage. Actually, you know what? Did I just say before that I, I appreciate hoarders? Fuck that, dude. Hoarders, hoarders are absolute scum of the earth. Are you kidding me? Why would I even, why would he even have some sympathy? Because I feel I have some attachment to a shirt. I, here's the deal. You feel some attachment to something and then most 95% of us will let it go. You feel some, I feel some attachment to a shirt. I'm like, ah, that was a good memory. And then I threw it in the bag and then I just, I kept looking through my closet. You appreciate it in the moment 
and then you gotta fucking let it go, dude. These guys don't let it go. And that's, dude, letting go of something is such an underrated skill. Because if you can't let go of something, you should be in an insane asylum, to be honest. If you're a hoarder, dude, you shouldn't even be able to live in a house. Straight up. Those people are, are insane. Those Dude, the shows are crazy. You see the shows, man, and they're all fucking bonkers, those people. But hey, that's, that's a them problem, dude. I'm not getting involved. That's all right. But you know that that show every time, it's not just the it's not just the hoarding experience. They turn it into a fucking intervention. It's straight up an intervention, and then they and then they send everyone, they send, they send their army into the house to just take everything away. That's the best part. You just basically rip this man's soul out of his body. I love that. That's good. That's quality TV. That's what that is. That li that, and you know that show is on. Um, you know that show is on the same channel. Uh, on it's on TLC. You know it's on TLC. TLC is that fucking crazy channel, man. Look, if I'm gonna, it, I don't watch a lot of TV, right? But if I'm gonna watch TV, I'm going on to TLC. There's no question. TLC is got TLC has it all. You can you can you can get onto that channel and you'll either encounter people hoarding items. You'll you'll encounter uh fucking storage wars or you'll find you'll find that fucking show where people uh have all these bad habits like this one this like people who eat fucking toilet paper you know or you'll find uh 90 day fiance and it just and all of them are bangers what they did it right over there every show you come across on tlc is just a banger they have the they have that little people big world i mean unbelievable are you kidding me the top 10 shows that exist on television are all on fucking TLC. Apart from like America's Got Talent, which I just don't give a fuck about anymore. That's crazy, dude. TLC, congratulations. You've done it. TLC, TLC has basically a monopoly over television, which is a dying, a dying business. You know what I mean? So, like, they're winning, but they're also starting to lose. They're winning at a losing game, you know? For So, forever, whatever that's worth, you know, have it all, TLC. You've won. Congratulations. But, yeah, dude, throwing away shirts can be tough. <laughs> you, you see a shirt, you see a shirt that you have, and you're like, fuck, dude, I spent, like, $60 on this, and I wore it twice. And now it doesn't, and now it doesn't fit, you know, or now it just, you just have zero interest in it. One time I went to the mall and I bought a shirt at a store and I was like, you know, when you're on the fence about a shirt and then sometimes you're able to like convince yourself that you'd wear it. 
And so you just, it's an impulse buy and then you just buy it. And then you walk out of the store feeling not satisfied at all. And you actually regret it the second you leave the store. And so I felt that way with this shirt that I bought. And so I walked out of the store with it in my bag and we, I walked around uh, with my, with my friend to a couple other stores. And the entire time I was thinking about how unsatisfied I was with that purchase. And then before we left the mall, I returned the shirt without even bringing it home. You know, I was that like, I was that confident that I was never going to wear it. That's, I feel like that needs to be, that needs to be normalized doing that shit. Absolutely. You can't, that fucks up your whole week. If you come home with a shirt that you're not satisfied with, that sucks, dude. That absolutely sucks. I feel so, I feel so shitty because you know, that's going right into your goodwill bag in two months. You know, you just got to think about it. You got to go with your gut, dude. It's that's an absolute gut play. That's an absolute gut play. You got to listen to that shit, dude. He's telling the truth down there. We never listen to him down there, dude. We never listen to the gut and you got, you, you just got to listen. You know, you got to listen. He's speaking that he's speaking the truth. So I couldn't be happier with that. I was, I was so happy the rest of that day. It completely changed my mood. You know, it completely changed my mood. That was the shit. You know what the opposite of that? Like, one way to one way to absolutely put you in a god awful mood another way is when you bring a salad to work and you forget a fork that fucking sucks hey i did that yesterday and i before you even realized that you you forgot the fork like you got your you got your tupperware with your salad and then you have your little i got my little mini tupperware with my dressing and you don't, you never usually, you, th you always think you put a fork in your bag, in your lunch, you know, you never doubt yourself. You never think, ah, I fucking, I forgot a fork. You never wake up in the morning on your way to work and you're like, damn it, forgot the fucking fork, dude. You always think you did it because that one Tuesday, you specifically remember that you put a fork in your lunch and then that becomes a recurring memory that you that that specific Tuesday that you put the fork in your lunch. And so I remember two weeks ago when I specifically put the fork in my lunch. And then yesterday I was like, I remembered that moment. And I was like, Oh, I definitely put it in. So I have my salad, I pour my dressing in. And then there's no fork. I looked everywhere. I was like, God, I swear to God, I just remember it. I just remembered putting that fork in my bag. Where, where could it have gone? And so I looked like an absolute idiot and ate it with my fingers. Sometimes I try and get a makeshift. I, I, I have a makeshift fork, which I use with the plastic garbage that I have. And that's just like, I'm just a homeless person. If I do that, I would rather eat barehanded than have a makeshift thing as a fork. Because that looks like you're trying too hard. 
just shove it in your mouth with your hands. Get it over with. It's gross. It's messy. You just got to do it, dude. If you fucked up and you forgot that fork, that's on you. You got to pay the consequences, man. And I did. And I had salad dressing all over my hands. And that sucked. You know? But you got to, you just, you know, just bear down. Wash those hands. And you know what I had to do before that? This is what I had to do on that day. On that same day, right before lunch, I had to, I had to go cut the grass at a safe injection site. And that was fun as fuck. Now that's a lie. It was awful, actually. That was, I, I wanted to be there for less than zero seconds. I did not want to be there at all. I, the second we drove up, the second we drove up and parked the car, some guy walks by shooting a needle in his arm. That is just, it's one thing to see it like in a movie and like you can picture it in your head, but seeing it live is, is insane. It felt like I was in an action movie. I don't know why. I felt like I was the main character in this action movie and we had rolled up and I was going to take down like a drug cartel or something. There was just people shooting heroin at this place. And there was a, and the place that I had to cut the grass, there was fucking four homeless people lying down on the grass. And then along the building, I had to get inside the fence of this building of this safe injection site. And along the fence were all of these dudes like swapping their, their heroin, you know, swapping, doing a little drug swap. And they, these guys were all fucking crazy. Like you don't want to get in within five feet of these boys, you know, we unpacked the truck. You know, I, I say to my coworker, I'm like, yeah, let's, yeah, let's lock up the trimmers. I think that's a safe bet. Let's lock them up. You know, let's lock the truck too. I'm going to, you know what? I'm actually going to take my wallet with me, I think. Yeah, I'm going to, yeah, that's a play. I'm going to take my wallet. Um, yeah, make sure to lock, yeah, lock those gas cans up for sure. Um, you know, just keep it all on you. How about that? Let's take, you know what? Let's take all of the items. Let's leave nothing on the truck, really. Let's leave as little on the truck as we possibly can because something's going to get stolen here. And, uh... So we go to cut the grass and I shit you not, dude, these guys, these guys were taunting us. They just wanted to fuck with us. And one guy was, one guy was walking back and forth and the fence along this safe injection site, it's like one of those metal fence, one of those metal, like black metal fences. And this guy was just doing doing reps going back and forth just like just running his fingers along it so you hear like the ding 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 and this guy is just doing this back and forth like he's just waiting for us you know like it was a horror movie really and uh i have to go up to the front gate on this fence and there's like a little buzzer with an intercom and you just have to like call in and she's and uh, I'm like, hey, I'm with uh, I'm with the grass cutting crew. Uh, we're just here to cut the minimal grass that you guys have here for maximal pain. Minimal grass here to we're here to cut the grass. Um, 
that doesn't really exist here and uh, hopefully we don't get injected with anything. And then she answers the intercom and she's like, yep, just open the gate. And it all, I to be honest with you, I didn't see a gate. It just looked like a uh, one whole entire fence. So I tried pushing the barring, like I tried pushing the fence where the intercom was and it's clearly not a gate. And she goes, yeah, you're just gonna, it's, it's just on your right actually. And then like I pushed a few rungs over and like it wouldn't do anything. And she's like, yeah, you got to pull it actually. So I just looked like a complete idiot. Just, I was just holding onto the fucking bars, like going back and forth like this, you know, and do it. And I looked like a crazy person. I was trying to fucking get into this fence to save my fucking life. And I looked like the crazy person. Uh, and then we got in and there was four fucking needles on the ground. So, you know, I could have hepatitis for all I know, dude. That was just shocking. They were walking around with biohazard things like picking up needles and shit. And then this guy is still doing his striations along the fence. He's still fucking putting his tapping the rungs on the fence while we're cutting the grass and we left that gate open while we were in there and this guy doing his fucking laps was like ready to come in you know he was ready to come in i thought he was gonna come in for sure but then he just left and sat with his buddies on the other patch of grass we were supposed to cut and then we couldn't because they're all fucking sitting on it shooting harold uh, so that was fun. That was real fun. And so that day I ate my salad with my bare hands. And that might have not been the, you know, best day to leave a fork at home. Dude, if you're going to leave your fork at home, don't do it on the day that you go to a fucking safe injection site. Fun fact, dude. Fun fact. Fuck that sucked. That sucked, you know how much, that that sucked worse than finding out Matt Damon is actually not a very nice guy. I just found that out the other day. I saw a video of Matt Damon. He was like directing a movie or some shit. And he was on set. And this guy, this guy forgot his lines. And Matt Damon's like, what the fuck do you mean you forgot your lines? And this guy's like, I don't, I don't know. Can you give me a, can you give me a recount or some shit? I don't know what, I don't, I, I don't know exactly what the jargon is for acting, but he's like, I, I think you wanted him to like reread the lines to him. He's like, can you just reread them for me or some shit? Matt Damon's like, reread them. What the fuck do you mean? It was five lines. You got to remember five fucking lines. Or do you even want to be an actor? Do you even have what it takes? And I, I, I didn't know what to say. I was speechless. My jaw was dropped. If anyone's... It, you thought beforehand that if any... If anyone was a nice guy, Matt Damon would be him. You know what I mean? Yes, it's... It, I'm kind of judging a book by its cover because he just looks like a nice guy. But you've also seen the movies he's in. Like, forget... The Born Supremacy or whatever the fuck that was. Forget, forget that whole Jason Bourne thing. 
Because that's not him. That's not Matt Damon. That's not... You watch that movie and you're like, that's not, that's not who he is, dude. Matt Damon's a nice guy. You've seen, you saw him in, in all the other movies. You're like, that's, that's Matt Damon. Every other movie other than The Bourne Supremacy, you're like, that's Matt Damon, dude. That's the, that's the Matt Damon I know. And then, and you get your hopes up and you think, oh man, that's the nicest guy I've ever seen. That, I would love to meet him. I would love to just interact with Matt Damon. And then you see this move, or this, this video that comes out and you're just, you don't know what to think anymore. You start to you start to rethink everything that you thought about people. You're like, "Fuck, dude. Is that is that cashier I see at the grocery store all the time also not a nice guy? I thought he was going to be a great dude. I wanted to be friends with that guy. And now he's probably an asshole. If Matt Damon's an asshole, everyone's an asshole, man. That's that's the moral of the story, dude. If Matt Damon's an asshole, everyone's an asshole. That sucks. I guess I'm an asshole now too. I may as well be. Because Matt Damon's an asshole. And that's sad. It's sad, but what can you do? You guys should all watch that, by the way. It's pretty eye-opening. Like, my jaw was on the floor. Because I was like, what? what's he doing this for? The poor guy forgot his lines. I'll, I'll forget my lines. Dude, I'll forget my fork at home. Of course I'll forget lines. Yeah, you know, to be fair, you know, it was five lines. Like, that's that seems pretty easy. You know, I think that guy did fuck up there. Because, like, I don't know, man. Five lines? That's like when you tell someone... That's like when you tell someone... Remind me to get milk at the grocery store, you know? And then you get to the grocery store and you're like, how can you not remember that? Like, oh, dude, yeah, dude, before we check out, you got to get that milk you I, you told me to tell you about, right? Oh, yeah, right. Thanks. Thanks for remembering that. You know, it's, it's easy. Five lines seems easy to me. I, hey, I've never acted in a movie. In fact, I would be terrible because I I feel like. Everyone feels like they're an actor. Everyone feels like they could act until they probably get behind a camera. And then they're like, "Uh, uh, can you can you reread? Can you tell me the lines again?" And then Matt Damon's like, "What the fuck did I hire you for, you piece of shit?" And then you just you just break. I like let me tell you something. I I've seen so many I've seen so many Liam Neeson movies, and I can tell you right now, I I could be a better actor than Liam Neeson. No joke. I feel like, dude, anyone anyone can raise their eyebrows and talk in a low voice and talk and have a semi Irish accent. <laughs> that's that's all that I think of Liam Neeson at this point. It's the most it if you looked. I bet you anything, if you if you looked at a Liam Neeson script, like a, a Liam Neeson movie, if you looked at the script for that movie and all the lines he's supposed to read, you'd be like, this isn't, is this even going to make it to the theaters? Is this even going to be released? This is cheesy as hell. 
And I, like... And that translates through his acting to me. Some people think he's good, but I, I can see the cheesiness through his acting, dude. It's the same... It's the same goddamn role every time. And it's the same fucking voice he does, too. You know? Like, it's so predictable. He's just basically... Liam Neeson is trying so hard to be fucking Batman. He's trying so hard. He, he, when Batman came out, he wanted that role so bad. Like, that was the only role he ever wanted. And then he didn't get it. And then ever since, he's just been trying so hard to be fucking Batman. And he does the same goddamn role every time. Like, I saw him in a comedy once. But he was, like, someone's dad. And he was still trying to be, like, Batman. He was still he still had a low voice and I thought he was gonna kill someone in the movie. And it was like a rom com. You never you can never count out Liam Neeson not killing someone in a movie, even if it's a fucking comedy. That's how predictable he is, man. I feel like if I feel like to be a good actor, you gotta be like you gotta have variety, you gotta be able you gotta be versatile, you gotta be able to play any role. And people cannot see what you're going to bring to the table. They can't be expecting shit. Like Matt Damon. He can play a lot of roles, man. He can be serious. He can be funny. He can be charming. And he can be an asshole. Good for him. You know, he's really done it, dude. He's really done it. Um, by the way... Uh, my closing remarks. Did you guys see the um, Logan Paul Floyd Mayweather fight? If you if you paid for that pay per view pay per view for that, you're a sucker, dude. You're an absolute sucker. Like I know better than that. There was a slight slight bit in me that was like, it would be kind of cool to see this fight, but then you got to realize it's gonna be all over YouTube anyways. And so you'll get to see, you'll get to see how shit it was afterwards and also have $60 in your pocket. Woohoo. But that was so, I saw that, first of all, I was honestly more interested in Chad Ochocinco in the, uh, one of the preliminaries. If you guys don't know, he was an NFL player and I love that guy. And, uh, I thought he, that, that fight actually looked interesting. Like he genuinely, like when it's when you bring people from different professions into boxing, it's kind of interesting. And an NFL player to a boxer, it like almost translates because you got to be fit as hell, anyways. And he is, and he looked like he put up a fight and he was gonna win, and then he got knocked on his ass. But that that looked entertaining. And then I see the highlights of this Logan Paul fight and Floyd Mayweather, and it was just dog shit. Like none of it was good. I watched twenty seconds of it on YouTube, and I was like. And every, every, uh, high, <laughs> all of the videos on YouTube of, of that fight are like Logan Paul versus Floyd Mayweather highlights and they're 30 minutes long, bro. If you're posting highlights, make it three minutes. And you know how I knew it was bad when you see a 30 minute video that says highlights because there were no highlights and they just posted the whole fight. And and they were and they were all like that, dude. 
and so you I, I I knew that before watching it I was like this probably sucked ass and I watched I watched the first 20 seconds and not one punch was thrown and they were all just fucking and Logan was hugging him the entire time and I'm like this sucks this is just gonna be shit they already got their money dude why what they don't even need to fucking hit each other and they didn't they just hugged each other for fucking eight rounds they just hugged that's so fucking unbelievable they just hugged for eight rounds you know good for them dude good for them that fucking this this whole trend on boxing is so is so weird like how just youtube stars and like other people are just like trying to get their money and just do this boxing shit and it's it's like it's an entertaining idea i guess and it's funny because i feel like boxing is like the only the only thing you could do to like challenge someone you know because boxing it's like a it's a it's a swagger thing a hundred percent it like you have your intro and you walk up to the fucking ring and it's like baller you get paid a lot of money and it's like 1v1 like imagine they did imagine this whole boxing thing with like youtubers or whatever imagine it was like fucking tennis <laughs> like youtube star logan paul has <laughs> has just has just challenged has just challenged summer ray to uh to a tennis match Not live on DAZN because DAZN won't put it fucking live because they need the money and they're going to put it on pay-per-view. And for some reason, DAZN doesn't want to be a part of that. So even though I paid all this money for DAZN, I still won't get to watch anything. But they'll show regular boxing, but they won't show fucking fights that are actually huge, you know? Or, or like, imagine they... Imagine, like... They did it with, like, football, and Logan Paul had to assemble, like, a fucking 52-man team <laughs> to challenge to challenge someone else's team. <laughs> so fucking stupid. But I, I guess, like, bo boxing just happens to work out. That, like, it's something you can do to challenge someone, make a lot of money off of it, and it's, like, a fight at the end of the day. But, like, has it kind of ruined boxing? Hmm... Maybe, I mean, I want to see someone that I truly want, I truly like admire when it was like KSI versus Logan Paul, I, ge I genuinely like KSI and I was like, hell yeah, dude, this is going to be good to watch. And it kind of was until the, until the end when they like said it was a fucking tie, which was stupid. But, um, you know, when it's Logan Paul and Floyd Mayweather, you're like, well, What's even the point, man? They both got their money, and then, you know, you, they both got their money already. You know who's gonna win, off the hop. And unless someone gets knocked out, that was the that's the only way that would be semi entertaining. And if some and if someone gets knocked out in that, it's probably gonna be fairly fast, and then your money's not gonna be worth it. So there's my two cents, right? There's my two cents. I, if you watch, dude, if you watch that, if you watch that fight, you're a beta male. 
if you watched that fight and paid for it, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so fucking sorry you lost your money, dude. I'm so sorry, and I hope you learned your lesson. That's all. I hope there's that. I hope that's the one thing you take out of it is that you learned your lesson. It's a money grab, baby. Um, thanks for uh, thanks for listening. That's my uh, that's my half hour for today. Um, I will I will catch you guys next week. Later. <laughs>